0: Welcome back to the Transform Your Mind to Transform Your Life, the podcast. This is Life Coach Myrna Young, and you are listening to Five Minute Fridays with Coach Myrna. Today, I want to teach on the topic you have to give to receive. The principle taught in the Bible story of Elijah the prophet and the widow woman is when you give, you will always have enough. And when you give, God will get bring your dead things back to life. What a powerful promise. It happened. The Lord told Elijah, the prophet, to tell King Ahab who did what was evil in the Lord's sight more than any of the kings before him. The Lord told Elijah to tell him there will be no rain or dew for the next few years until I give the word. Then the Lord told Elijah to go hide by a brook and eat what the ravens bring you because I have commanded the ravens to bring you food. So Elijah did as the Lord told him but after some time the brook dried up because there was no rainfall. Then the Lord told Elijah. Go and live in the village of Rapha. I have instructed a widow woman there to feed you. Again, Elijah did as he was told. And when he arrived at the city, he came, he saw a widow woman gathering sticks and he asked her, would you please bring me a little water in a cup? Then as she turned to go and bring the water, he added, and a bite of bread too the widow responded in horror her i swear by the lord i don't have a single piece of bread in the house i only have a handful of flour left in a jar and a little cooking oil in the bottom of the jug i'm about to cook my last meal and die elijah responded go ahead and make the meal But make a little bread for me first, for this is what the Lord said. There will always be flour and olive oil left in your containers until the time comes when the Lord sends a rain and the crops grow again. Sometime later, I'm fast forwarding now, sometime later, the little woman's son dies and Elijah brought the boy back to life. So which is why I said not only when you give, you will receive, but also God would also bring your dead things back to life. And your dead things doesn't have to physically mean somebody dying. It could be your marriage, it could be your finances, it could be your relate, you know, your um, health, whatever that you need life in, give, and that is the open doorway. But there's a secondary message that I'm receiving anyway from this text or this story. And the second message I received is that God is great at multiplication, but you must have something for him to work with. The widow woman had a handful of flour and a little bit of oil left in the bottom of a jar, and God used that to multiply so that she always had flour and oil, which means she always had something to eat. She was never hungry. Jesus used five um, fish and two loaves of bread to feed thousands. Again, <laughs> God is great at multiplication. And what that tells me is that you almost you should always have seed. I recorded a message um, years back entitled, Don't Eat Your Seed. If you eat your seed or spend your seed, God has nothing to work with. If you want to harvest, you must first start with seed. Now, I want to touch on something that's been going around the internet, and I thought this was a great place to bring it up. There has been a lot of talk recently about the tithe. Creslow Dollar said that the tithe was Old Testament and honored a new law, which is Jesus in the New Testament, the tithe is wrong, right? Every pastor in the whole entire kingdom responded to this hogwash because they're all saying that this is the devil trying to destroy the kingdom. And everybody had a response to it, right? But the Bible told us that the tithe belongs to the Lord and that we must tithe first. And that's why I'm, I'm, you know, I'm plugging in this story of Elijah. Elijah told the widow woman to make something to eat with the little flour and oil she had, and give him something to eat first. How many of you would do that for a total stranger? Maybe you will do that if your kids were hungry. A lot of women, you know, are mothers. I should say. Um, starve themselves so that the kids can have food. Well, would you give a stranger your last meal and be without? And that was her test, right? That was her test because the blessing was in the fact that she give first to Elijah. That is what opened up her blessing. You have to give to receive and it works in anything you want if you want financial abundance, or even just having enough, you must give to organizations like your church, to hospitals, to the poor, to any company offering human services, for example, Goodwill and the Salvation Army. If you want love, you have to give love. If you want respect, you have to give respect, and so on, and so on, and so on. You can't get what you don't give, right? It's a principle and it's written in stone. The type is just God's way of giving structure to your given. If you don't want to give 10%, nobody can make you. You have free will, but don't expect God to show up and bless you like the widow woman who was just waiting to die. If you live stingy, all your life, never given, never blessing others, expect that you will dry up like a prune (laughs) and, uh, you know, while waiting to die, right? Life in it, you would always have empty jars and empty jars does just mean money. Life is more than money. You need love. You need health. You need connection, et cetera, et cetera. So start giving from your heart. You you know, start giving from your heart and watch the windows of heaven open up where you wouldn't have room to receive. That's a promise from God, right? So in closing, I want to remind you guys that giving is a principle and you have to give to receive. A long time ago, Somebody told me that if you always have a closed hand, then not only will you not be able to get anything in this hand, right? That also means that if you you can't give with a closed hand and you can't get with a closed hand. So you have to open up that hand. Give and you will receive. I hope that this message was inspirational to you. I want to invite you to join my Facebook group called Life Coach. There you will receive inspiration daily from me and the other coaches on in the group. And I will meet you back right here, same time next week for another episode of Five Minute Fridays with Coach Myrna. Until then, namaste.